0: what's going on jay uh, just wanted to say what's up wanted to let you know that i appreciate you believing in me appreciate you drafting me uh, appreciate you seeing great things out of me before i even really did them uh, appreciate you being a fan and last but certainly not least this is darren waller from the las vegas raiders and you're watching the fantasy football plugs podcast peace i'm your huckleberry tune in this is where we at the fantasy Club Podcast, you know that we got it popping. Oh, yeah, that's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay paris Yeah, tune in, you already know what's up. They call him the Fantasy Football Plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, ah, Hey, the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Let's go.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. I'm the Fantasy Football Plug J, a.k.a. Beef, a.k.a. Plug, a.k.a. plug whatever you want. Anyway, uh, today's episode is going to be about my top 10 fantasy QBs. Um, some people are going to disagree with who I have and what specific spot, and that's fine. Everybody has a right to believe or, or, or you know have their opinion of, of what spot each player goes. I'm, I'm totally fine with that, but, uh, I'm going to give you the reasons why I have a specific player in what spot. And a lot of these are pretty close anyway, because I mean, they're the top 10, whenever you get, you know, 11 through 20, that's when it starts getting a little bit more hectic, which I'll start coming out with that stuff too. Eventually. Um, I'm going to do the running, but the top 10 running backs, top 10 tight ends, top 10 wide receivers, all that stuff. So I'm going to start off with the QBs. Um, of course, like always, i want to give some shout outs um always want to say what's up to uh my guys at hard to start um man again, their youtube channel is sick hard to start kev uh guccini j d um a o b fantasy football league i'm I'm telling you that it's y'all need to get get familiar with that real quick get on youtube hard to start fantasy football get with it it's it's really really good. Um, draft with dot is always, like I stated before many times, and I will continue to state it until you cop that draft package. Um, it's a, it's an awesome package. I mean, you, you can, you can go and, and, and order like the NFL or the ESPN and that's fine, but why not spend that same money and get a draft board stickers. Um, you even get a sign for the loser to wear around his necks and two rings. I'm saying two rings, y'all. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal package. I I always I highly recommend getting it. I've caught mine. I'm just waiting for it to come in. I can't wait. Um been in touch with my boy over there at Draft with Red Zone and um getting the getting it filled. Uh, I just I'm I'm ready to get. I can't wait for it. So make your fantasy football league that much more special for the draft day. Get draftwithredzone.com. Get to it. Get after it. Get that package. Um, Piggy Bank Picks got to give a shout out. Piggy Bank Picks and Fantasy Football Crackbacks, one insane fantasy shop that also will take care of your handicapping needs. And I'm not talking about mafia shit trying to knock somebody out. Places all. I mean, go go check them out. They know what they're doing when it comes to betting. Daily fantasy, all that stuff. Y'all need to go check it out. They they've got it going on. They know what's up. I was just recently on a um, an episode with them, and I uh, got to say it was a great time. Uh, it was an honor being on there with them, and I hope uh, to get back on there soon. Um, really, really like the friendship that we started. I really like those guys. They know what they're doing. So get on there and take a look. Um, Bears, beers, and the bros. Uh, their podcast is sick. Y'all definitely need to get on Spotify and cop that. Seriously, it's some good shit. Y'all got to get familiar with that. Um, Fantasy Fornicator, Fantasy Sweetness, and Fantasy Renegade. Um, Bears Bruised and Bros Podcast. Uh, they want me to say something that's going to come out and it's gonna it's it's kind of going to kill me to say it because I know it's it's what most Bears fans say, but you know, bear down. <sighs> Uh, it just doesn't come it it doesn't come out right man it just doesn't feel right but hey bear down for those fellas uh bear down guys bears beers and the bros podcast get after it um sneaker game michigan got me some closing ceremonies man i'm just waiting for him to show up uh real easy to deal with guy answered all my questions um it's real rare to find some shoes that fit me, especially some Jays. and he got me hooked up. So I got to definitely give him a shout out and say what's up to him and uh, tell him I really appreciate it. But y'all, if you're ever looking for some Jays, any kind of shoes you've been having some issues finding, go to sneaker game, Michigan on IG at sneaker game, Michigan, uh, burgers and brats podcast. Um, uh, man, I gotta tell you, I, I did a show with Braxton, uh, phenomenal show, uh, it, it, it's a it's it's a really good listen whenever you want to listen to anything and all things sports. They've got phenomenal analysis and they know what the fuck they're talking about. Really good guys, great show. Get on and get to uh subscribe to Burgers and Brats podcast. Um the iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fantasy Football Goat. Um he's got a podcast that is dope as hell. He's been uh Working on that thing, you can tell. Uh, The guy knows what he's talking about. Get to his uh, page as well on IG, at FFGoat. Guy's definitely, he's got something. He knows what he's talking about. You ever need some good analysis, anything like that, dude knows what's up. And the Pint Glass Football Podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Good shit there. Definitely want to listen to that one for some good sports analysis. Um, Again, I apologize if I'm missing anybody. Um, Oh, the Goats Podcast that y'all need to get on there too. I mean, it's, you know, everybody always asks how I have time to listen to these podcasts. I mean, I just kind of have them playing in the background and I'll tell you, I pick up a lot of shit just listening that way. Uh, I'll put them on while I'm at the gym, put them on while I'm walking around the grocery store, my headphones in the car, anywhere. So y'all definitely get on there and check that out too. Ghost podcast is awesome. Um, so let's get started with my top. All right. First on the list, Lamar Jackson. A lot of people want to argue with me and say that Pat Mahomes belongs at at one. I mean, and that's fine. I don't have any issue with that. I mean, it's completely up to you guys. But let me explain why I have Lamar at number one. Um, 2019, Jackson had 401 throws, completing 265 of them for 66.1 completion percentage. Not bad at all. He threw for 3,127 yards and 36 touchdowns with only six interceptions. That's insane. Okay, not bad for a running back. He rushed 176 times for 1,206 yards with seven touchdowns on the ground, which is fucking insane. Again, not bad for a running back. Holy shit. Uh, Jackson is my number one for many reasons, but the rushing is my clear lead when it comes to any decision. Why I would pick him first overall as far as quarterbacks go. Um, everybody under everybody who knows me knows I don't like taking a quarterback too early. I'll just preface that right away. I'm um, in on waiting for quarterback because it's deep as hell. So, but if you're gonna reach, you might as well reach for somebody who gets you those rushing yards, man. I mean, that's fucking nuts. Um, he will be the number one quarterback in fantasy, and I just, I, I just really believe it. Um, number two is you could probably guess Mahomes. you got Pat Mahomes there. Mahomes is a freak of nature. He's easily in the argument for number one, but Jackson edges him out with his rushing. Uh, that's all that is. That, I mean, literally, that's all. Uh, the only reason why I have Jackson ahead of him. Um, Mahomes threw the ball 484 times, completing 319 of his passes for 65.9 completion rating. Okay. That's not bad at all. So as many times as he throws, I mean, and this dude, it, it, it's the way that he plays is fucking sick. Like I love the way he plays. Like he, he can make a play from anywhere on the field with any fucking hand. I mean, eventually he's going to end up dropping the ball and kicking it to somebody. Seriously. It's, it's awesome watching them. Um, Anyway, he put 4,031 yards, 26 touchdowns, and only five interceptions. His rushing wasn't spectacular with 43 attempts with 218 yards to show for it, but Mahomes makes up for rushing in other ways by completing passes that make no fucking sense to the untrained eye, and even to some that are trained. It, it boggles your fucking mind. He's a great quarterback that keeps the chains moving. Um, and that equates to more fantasy points for whomever drafts him. So I I ain't mad at you if you go for Mahomes. The other night we went on a uh, uh, my boy um, hard to start. Kev drafted Mahomes. I want to say second in his in his draft, not second overall, but as his number two player. And I can't be mad at him. Um, I mean everybody everybody wants to draft the way that they want to. Like I've said before. If you've got an idea of how you want to draft, draft that way. Seriously, I want the main thing about this is to have fun. Fuck what everybody else says. If you've got something in your mind that you think is going is going to pay off, go for that. Um, and doing mock drafts, you know, Kev, he just wanted to he wanted to give something else a shot, which I get that. Mock drafts are for trying something different and seeing how how it pans out for your team. So, it kind of gives you an idea of how you can draft later on. <clears throat> But I ain't mad at you, Kev. I ain't mad at you, bro. <laughs> now, uh, Kev's been on my IG talking a little bit of trash with this stuff, which I, you know, that's cool. I love it. I, I welcome that. And you know, I'm not one of those guys who's like, man, fuck that, man. You fucking Kev, you fucking being a dick. No, 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 no. Keep bringing that. I love that noise. I do. But I'll talk trash right back, man. I can, I can keep up with my with my stats and stuff. I'm okay. <laughs> but. Uh, Hard to start, man. They all know what the fuck they're talking about. So whenever they do say something, I definitely listen. So appreciate you, Kev. I I really do for all the comments and stuff, dude. Keep those coming. Um, Number three, Dak Prescott. Yep, Dak Prescott at number three. Before Russ Wilson, um, before Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott's my number three guy. Dak was an animal in 2019. He actually finished second in the QB standings. And... If I'm being honest, I didn't believe it when I first heard it. I mean, it happened so – it seemed like so quietly. I mean, I get, maybe I just don't pay much attention to the Cowboys, but I do pay attention to fantasy football, and I didn't really – I wasn't afraid of Dak Prescott being on the team I was playing. You know what I'm saying? But he, he cleaned house. He threw the ball over 100 more times than Mahomes did, 596 times to be exact, completing 388 of his passes at 65.1 completion rating. He had 4,902 passing yards with 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Okay. He's a runner too. Uh, didn't rush as much as he usually does, but he rushed for 277 yards and had three touchdowns on the ground. It's not amazing, but, you know, he, he's usually good in the rush category, which, you know, maybe that'll pick up a little bit, but either way, he still killed it. The Cowboys added CeeDee Lamb to the roster to juice up that offense even more than for Prescott. Okay. I mean, that's that's a hell of a weapon to add for somebody who's been, you know, slinging the rock. So um, with that offensive line still keeping the defenses away from him, he will have all the time in the world to take his pick from Cooper, Lamb, Gallup, Zeke, and even Jarwin to throw to. And if all else fails, he can run it. Dak will be a phenomenal draft pick this season. I highly recommend holding off to get Dak Prescott, because people are just sleeping on him. Even though he's ranked high, you know, top 10 in, in, um, in all the analysis and all the, all the rankings from anybody, people are still sleeping on him. So uh, wait for him a little bit. I mean, and if you feel like you need to reach for him, if it gets down to the point to where you think he'll be the next one off the board, go for it. I can't be mad at you. Um, Russell Wilson my number four. Big Russ has a strong season again in 2019. He's been as consistent as they come in fantasy. He threw 516 passes, completing 341 of them with 66.1 completion rating. Not bad. He passed for 4,110 yards with 31 touchdowns and only five interceptions. That's a fucking nice ratio. He's a runner too. Sierra's husband ran for 602 yards and added two touchdowns on the ground. Not a lot of TDs, but shit, 602 yards, I'll take that. Wilson is always a great pickup at QB in fantasy. Um, he's always he always performs and puts up numbers. Plus, he has Metcalf and Lockett still two guys that are quickly becoming one of the most dangerous receiver duos in the league. He's Metcalf is a freak. Lockett has fi- has finally gained that trust to where he's their number one there. But Metcalf could easily take that from Lockett and become the number one. And either way, they're both gonna eat. It's you know Russ likes to sling it. He just does. He he likes to be that guy. Um, number five. Uh pains me to to say this one before my boy Drew, but Matt Ryan, um, Ryan. As much as I hate to say, it, like, is an incredible QB. Uh, he's a steal in drafts now. He just is. I mean, he's a sleeper considerably. I mean, just, nobody, nobody will touch this guy before like it seems like the ninth round from what I've noticed. Um, I still have no idea why people are sleeping on him, but they do. He threw 616 times and completed 408 of them, putting him at 66.2 completion rating, which is strong as shit. Strong as fuck. Passed for 4,466 yards with 26 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Not the best ratio there, but still put up good numbers each week. He doesn't rush the ball, so I won't even bother to bring that up, but he has Julio, Ridley, one of the best receiving backs in Gurley now, and... Also, he has Hurst at at his tight end spot. Hooper left to Cleveland, and we all know Ryan loves his tight ends, and Hurst is a beast. I mean, you can see what he does with the ball whenever they throw it to him in Baltimore. Dude's got hands, and he can ball. He can play. Lots of targets for this veteran QB. I love Matt Ryan this season. Um, I I think he's going to ball out. Number six, my guy, Drew Brees. Who that, baby? I am a Saints fan, okay? That's pretty well documented. A lot of people know that. I think that's, I think it's obvious. But I have Breeze at six because he should be there. Not because of my fandom. He threw the ball 378 times, completing 281 passes for 2,979 yards and 27 touchdowns and four interceptions. Okay? He, He did damn good for the games he was playing. He was out for six games. Or five games, excuse me. He was out five games with a broken thumb. Um, he, he doesn't really rush the ball, so that's a non-factor. We don't need to go into that. He was out for five games due to a thumb injury, like I just stated, that has obviously healed, and he still puts these numbers up. He was a beast. He just got a new toy to play with in Emmanuel Sanders, which I'm so stoked for. He's, he's a solid number two receiver for the QB from my home state. He's, he's going to play, and he's going to ball out. Emmanuel Sanders is a fucking awesome receiver, too. Uh, it goes without saying that he has one of the strongest set of weapons in offense, period. Like, out of anybody. Thomas Sanders, Camara, Cook. I mean, he's stacked for the 2020 season. So look for him to feast. And it, it's, I'm really excited to see how this goes. Now, with everything happening um, in the media and all that stuff, which we won't get into that right now. <clears throat> um, We'll see how it pans out for him in the season. Hopefully they protect him. Hopefully they still – I mean, for fantasy's sake. Hopefully he can still – hopefully he still gets the respect of the locker room even after the stupid shit that he did. But anyway, I digress. Breeze is going to ball out as long as everything is okay. Um, Seven, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Watson is only this low due to uncertainty of his receiving core. Yes, I know they signed Cooks, but I want to see their connection before I can give him a higher spot. Watson last season threw 495 times and completed 333 passes for 67.3 completion rating. That's that's a good percentage. He threw for thirty eight hundred and fifty two yards and twenty-six touchdowns with twelve interceptions. A little bit of a rough ratio there, but that you know, he's a rusher. So that makes up for some of this shit. I mean, I love a running quarterback um, with 413 rushing yards and seven touchdowns on the ground. Which I love that number. I love high touchdowns. It means he'll rush it in. Um, probably not great for his receiving core in the red zone, or maybe you know hurts David Johnson a little bit. But maybe and that could you know the seven touchdowns could dip. Um, I know it's not easy to do that uh, for a quarterback, but I mean. It could possibly dip having that running back in the backfield. I mean, you know, Carlos Hyde had over a thousand yards and a lot, you know, a good number of touchdowns. I mean, if they can do that with Carlos Hyde, David Johnson's going to fucking feast. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, Watson is still an elite QB, but I just need to see his rapport with Cooks, who will be his numero uno. He's going to be his number one receiver, hands down. They picked up David Johnson in that trade, giving away D-hop. De- uh, Johnson is a great receiving back, so that will help Watson as well, um, as well as the aforementioned Cooks, who is a very capable receiver when on the field. Will Fuller is still there and is a monster when he's healthy as well. So Watson definitely has the potential to tell me to shove my ranking up my ass, but will he, though? You know, That's my dilemma on placing him higher. I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. Um, Number eight, you got Kyler Murray. Now, I'll just skip ahead just for a second. Eight and nine are interchangeable to me. Um, I almost changed my ranking, but I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stick with it. Josh Allen is my number nine. I love Josh Allen. Um, I'll get back into that here in a minute. But my number eight I decided to stick with is Kyler Murray. Murray had a great rookie year. He passed 542 times, completing 349 of those attempts, giving him a 64.4 completion percentage. Not bad for a rookie, and not really bad for anyone, for that matter. He passed for 3,722 yards and 20 touchdowns with 12 interceptions. Need to get those numbers up in the TD department, and down in the interceptions, of course. Pretty obvious statement, but... I digress. His rushing was a saving grace for him, in my opinion. Rushing 544 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Not bad. Not bad at all for a rookie. I mean, all he can do is get better there. Um, He has a bevy of weapons at his disposal, including Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Kenyon Drake, and DeAndre Hopkins now. DeAndre Hopkins, of course, everybody can argue he's the number one receiver in the league, blah, blah, blah. He's a phenomenal receiver. The The only receiver I've ever heard that... If the ball t- could, if the ball touched his hands, he did not drop it. That's fucking awesome. He's a phenomenal receiver, I will say. Um, again, obvious fucking statement. I'm really looking forward to see how much he throws to Hopkins. With everyone there, it's going to be interesting to see how many targets Hopkins actually gets. But if the ball gets thrown Hopkins' way, like I said, guaranteed it's getting caught. So I see Murray taking a leap in TDs and passing yards. I just want to see it first. I need to see it. Um, Number nine, Josh Allen. Allen is one of my favorite quarterbacks in fantasy. He has been since he leapt over uh, Minnesota's defense. Uh, That was just fucking nasty. It was awesome to see. And after that, I was like, this kid's going to be something. Um, So why is he at number nine on my list, you might ask? Well, he threw the ball 461 times, completing 271 of the attempts for 58.8 completion percentage. Not the best completion percentage in my opinion. Um, but better than mine. So, uh, mine's fucking zero. So, you know, you, you put it into, uh, you put into that kind of content. I mean, you know, he's not bad at all. (laughs) So with that, he passed for 3,089 yards, 20 touchdowns and nine interceptions. So there are places with room for improvement and he's been trying and, and working on improving in those places. Um, Where I really like him is his rushing. He rushed for 510 yards and nine touchdowns. That's what's up. I love a rushing quarterback. Now he has a shiny new number one receiver in Stefan Diggs, who, as you've heard me state before, has a 61.1 contested catch rating. 61.1%. That's fucking nasty. Yeah, the dude has hands. I mean, you know, check out the Geico commercial. I'm telling you that I think that's for real. Diggs, Brown, Beasley, Singletary and Knox will all help Allen get his passing up. Knox of course being Dawson Knox the tight end who finally started coming on a little bit. He was a good plug and play kind of, you know, tight end last season. Um <clears throat> so we'll see how he works out, but he's not a bad tight end. Um he's going to get all those yards up with all that with with all those weapons and Allen will be a steal in drafts. Okay, number 10. This one is fucking painful. Um, Number 10 on my list is Tom fucking Brady. I hate this. (laughs) He's in this list because, well, he's considered the goat, and the rings on his fingers show why. Uh, I can't deny that. I just can't. I know everybody wants to say he cheats and shit like that, and, you know, I'm one of those assholes who's like... (laughs) And not everybody's an asshole, don't get me wrong. I didn't mean to say it like that, but, uh, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm one of those assholes, and... so is anybody else who says it. And hey, man, I'm one of them. So, nothing but love for you. Fuck them. <laughs> all the cheating bullshit, all that stuff aside, Tom Brady has the rings regardless. If anybody wanted to try and say that Michael Jordan cheated and shit, I mean, everybody would defend it. But there are going to be some of those people who, who are haters and say, oh, he fucking cheated. That's the only way he got him. Whatever. This is fantasy football. This isn't actual NFL shit. So, fuck that. He is with the Bucks now and he's still Tom fucking Brady. If you recall all the talks about how the Patriots needed to beef up his receiving core to help him out, well, it doesn't get much, you know, doesn't get much more burly than the Bucks' receivers. Uh, Evans, Godwin, Brate, Howard, who was a disappointment last season, but he still is a talent and Gronk, Mr. Fucking Tag Pads. My wife thinks he's the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. I can see why, but shit, that dude can fucking ball. Fucking Gronk. (laughs) Not to mention the running back help they got in the draft with Kashawn Vaughn. Um, I can't wait to see that dude play. Uh, As if Tom fucking Brady needed more help. Last season, he threw 613 times for 373 completions, giving him a 60.8 completion percentage. I bet that's probably the lowest he's ever fucking had, but still, he's 60-plus. In the completion percentage, not age Adding 4,057 more yards and 24 touchdowns to his illustrious career With only 8 interceptions I say all this out of respect for Tom Brady, honestly I know I sound like I'm talking some shit But, I mean, you gotta, you gotta give respect where respect is due He is a bad, bad man And knows how to bring the best out of his teammates Think about that for a second Let that sink in I'll wait Okay, and if you can get more out of Evans, who had 1,157 yards and 8 touchdowns, and more out of Godwin, who had 1,333 yards and 9 touchdowns, this is going to be fucking stupid. Brady is a fucking steal. Only reason I have him at 10, I want to see it in Tampa. I can honestly say I may be too low on him. Uh, I can't hate on you if you grab him earlier, Um, but... That's it, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I'm going to be dropping these. Um, I'm going to try and do it as as often as every other day if I can. I've got to do my research and stuff and make sure I have everything correct instead of sounding like a fucking retard with like uh, – or excuse me, mentally challenged person with um, – with my, with, with, you know, with, with everything that I say, I want to make sure that I do it correctly. I already know that I have a fucking stutter. It sounds like, and I smack my lips and stuff. And I'm trying to work on that because I'm just thirsty. (laughs) And I usually do these after I wake up from a nap. So uh, forgive me. I will make sure to do my best to get better. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. Please make sure you go on there and subscribe for me. Um, leave me a review even if it's a shit review that's fine fuck it um all i can do with with constructive criticism is get better so again thank y'all so much hope y'all have a phenomenal day and i'm out
0: i'm in a glass case of emotion tune in this is where 're at the fantasy football Plug Podcast, you know that we got it popping. Oh, yeah, that's apparent. Got a shout out to my homie, one and only Jay paris Yeah, tune in. You already know what's up. They call him the Fantasy Football Plug. It's time to turn it up. I bet you can't get enough. Got him bouncing like they in Louisiana, huh, oh, Hey, the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. Let's go.